give your ass a black eye. Oh, say bye bye. I'ma give your body to the sky. Run through your clip. Nigga, you pissed on trip. I'ma have to bust you with your lips. And the whips. Better have a whole lot of chips. Cause I ain't for no nigga giving tips. She's a bitch. When you say my name, talk. Hey you guys, thank you for tuning in. It's a new episode of Not Your Black Barbie. And today I am joined with my special co-host for the day. Introduce yourself. It's Justin. What's up? I'm back. It's been a minute, but you know I'm here. I'm doing things. (laughs) Back like hook crack. And you guys know that we're still still quarantined, so we are doing this virtually. So thank you for tuning in and being so flexible. Justin, I love you, I love you, I love you. Okay, so to jump right back... You know, you got to tell your friends you love them, especially during this time. So people, tell your friends you love them, hug them, send them letters, write them a letter. All right, Justin, I'm going to write you a letter. That is going to take us back to like a different time. Like I'm going to mail you a letter. Send me an address after this um, recording, after we record, and I'm going to write you a letter. Because you are going to like the thread, I feel like you could get lost in a text thread. But if I have a letter and I send it to you, you're going you're gonna to save it somewhere. Anyways, so you guys love your friends. Obviously, I'm going through something right now, so I'm I'm gonna go into the topic. Um, to start off, Justin, I think we can both, being that we're people of color, we can both under and we have understanding of what goes on around us. Like we're not blind, and we're not, you know, we're very grounded individuals. Um, this white woman empower, like this white womanhood, is something that I feel like in the last couple months has been highlighted so much because white women hate losing to black women. And I feel like the platforms that we have given ourselves these days, you know, have kind of pivoted us into a different direction. And white women mm-hmm. are sick. They're gagging. Like, they're gagging. Like, we're under their skin. They farting. They shitting. Like, they don't know what to do. They're writing long, drawn-out messages about something that has nothing to do with them. Like, just because they're not the center of attention. So, um, what was her name? I don't want to, Dana LaRae. Lana Del Rey. Whatever her name is. I don't even know who she is. Who is she? That ain't even her real name. uh, Just, you know, fun fact. Her real name is Elizabeth Grant. Okay. Was she the lady on, I saw a meme and I didn't even look. I didn't even do the research. I didn't even look who she was because I saw what she wrote and I was pissed off. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Is she the woman that was on American Horror Story? Nah. Okay. Why did they put a meme with that lady? I'm like, I actually like the lady from Miracle Horror Story, so the fuck? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I read her long, and I didn't want to read it, honestly. I'm going to be really honest. Like, I sat there and I read it, and I was just like, what the fuck does this mean? Like, what are you trying to say besides you throwing a, a fucking tantrum? Like, I see our president turn tantrum, t- like, have a tantrum every other day, and, like, it's just been a bunch of tantrums by white people <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Like, and this kind of this is this is all all you're seeing is like I feel like this is just a whole bunch of people who've never been told the word no you can't have that you're not allowed to do that you're not allowed to go there no you can't be outside no you can't do that they've it's just always been like a free for all so now that they're being told you got to stay at home no you can't go outside no you can't do that no, you can't be number one because a black woman made it there before you. It's just like, what do you mean I can't have that? What do you mean I'm not allowed to just get this shit that I want and go where I want? What do you mean so it's just a whole, it's just a bunch of people who've never been told the word no, ever. But in this situation, it's not even 
like being told no, you have four black women on the charts, on the billboards ahead of her or whatever. And now she's trying to, she's trying to like turn attention, turn the attention to her because she writes different type of music. Understand you have your fan base. They have theirs. Obviously it's their time. Like, why can't we have our time? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I get it. You guys don't ever hear no. But why? We hear no all our lives. We're expecting no. That's the crazy shit. Like, when I walk Wait, into a room. Let me ask you something real quick. Have you ever listened to a Lana Del Rey song? No. no. <laughs> okay. But I heard so, it's really sad. What, it's really sappy. What, you okay, cry, so. You, and I don't want to cry. Listen, what you're going to do is, what you're going to do is on, an, on a night that you're having trouble falling asleep, you're going to want to put on her album. Nope. And within 40 seconds, she's going <laughs> to knock you out because she's so fucking boring. It's not like, oh, lullaby, sing me to sleep. It's just like, oh, this music is so fucking boring. It's shutting my brain off. <laughs> if that's the case, like, I'd rather not be bored. I listen to, like, singing bowls at night when I want to go to sleep. Like, I don't want to be bored listening to someone cry about... What is she Yo, crying she's about? Like, so... She cry? tra- like, she can't sing... Her music is, she's just such a fucking phony. She just annoys the shit out of me. She always has. And then when she comes out and says this shit, like what? Summertime sadness. Okay. First of all, (laughs) let me tell you something right now. I'm from Brooklyn. Okay. And I'm a, I'm a hot girl. Like you get what I'm saying? Hot girls. I'm not listening to summertime sadness. Like there's no way, like we, we don't like, you that way and I'm that. You a I'm. I'm Listen, we to, like, we're, we're all about to live through summertime sadness because of not being able to do a bunch of shit. So let's let's just start there. But. The song that the weekend it's called Prisoner. Like I don't want a summer bummer. I don't know. Like Lana, go to hell. Okay. Yo, the weekend is. So, oh God. What happened? Say it. The the weekend is just so like. Ugh. Like, I'm not a big, I'm not going to lie. Like Everyone goes really crazy over the weekend. I'm not the biggest fan. Like I don't understand yeah. what everyone yeah. is like. Oh my God, the weekend, the weekend. Even with um, Frank Ocean, I wasn't really like, what the fuck? Like, no, me neither. I'm like, I've what? Never it, what? I've never I don't been like, get oh my it. God. I don't get it. You, you. I tried with Frank Ocean and I was just like, I am lost. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, no. Abel, but the weekend, he's a, uh, he's got fans. People go hard for the weekend. <laughs> Not Abel. <laughs> but the thing with Lana that got to is, okay. She wrote her first long drawn out message, you know, basically talking about how now we have women on the charts talking about fucking and smoking and fucking and smoking and whatever. Yeah. We like to fucking, we like to smoke. I don't know about anyone else. But I like fucking smoking, okay? That's when I feel free. I'm liberated. Same. Okay? I don't want to call them <laughs> Right? Like, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm, this is art. Like, fucking and smoking is art to me, okay? That's how I express my fucking self, okay? So, come on. And then she comes back with another long, drawn-out, a couple of final notes because she doesn't understand what the backlash is about. Let me tell you something, miss. We've dealt enough with white women in power. Like, we've seen it. I've seen Kylie Jenner, when Rihanna came out with Fenty Beauty, she went and unfollowed Rihanna. Why? Because she knew she was, she she was not a contender. She she can't, white women know that 
if we really fucking put our pants up and popped our pussies, they could not stand in a ring with us. You get what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. are the culture. We own the culture. They do what they want to be us. And I always say it's a, it's a phobia and a fetish. They want to be us, but they don't want to give us the flowers. And that's not fair. When, what's her name? Mary, Mary, Maria Sharapova released her memoir. She fucking p- portrayed Serena Williams like a jealous, be like, be grunge. Like she was just like a grungeful, like contender. Like she was just an absolute disgusting person. And I can't see that. Because if you see Serena, like, she's always there, whether she wins or lose, she's always giving you a hug. She's always, like, you know, congratulating you. Of course she's used to winning. That's her. But at the same time, I'm tired of white women putting this in light of, oh, you're not worth it. You're not good enough. So why are you here? That's, we battle that shit enough, you know, on a day-to-day. Like, we battle that. That's that's our lives. So why? Like, why can't we have more white woman allies? Why is there a white womanhood? You know what I'm saying? Where's womanhood? There's too that's, many fucking rules of being a woman. There's feminist. You could be a feminist, or you could be a white woman. You could be a black woman. You could be like there's there's so much on our fucking backs right now, son. I really I, I want to fight. Like I'm- the thing is, the thing is, it's like if so. There's it's the it's Kimberly Crenshaw, I believe is her name, the woman who came up with the term intersectionality. So mm-hmm. like you can be at many different identity points, right? Like you're a woman, yes, but you're a white woman. So you instantly, because of your race, you have a leg up, right? Right. So the whole idea of feminism is trying to get everybody together, but white women, some white women don't do that shit. And Lana Del Rey is one of those people. When she was like, there has to be a place in feminism for women like me who dress and think and talk and walk like me. And it's like, there is. It's called white feminism. And you and your phony ass fucking statement can go live over there because the the rest of the country don't need you. And it's really, it's really cute how everybody she named was black except Ariana Grande. Right. She named all these black women. She was like Nikki, Meg, Cardi, fucking Beyonce. Now they're all shaking their ass. It's like, so because they're all shaking their asses, that makes them less of a woman because they're fully in control of their bodies. Like, fuck out of here. You're such a fucking hater. Say it again. A hater. Like, white supremacy and white womanhood are, like, aligned for me at this point. Like, they believe they they go down the same lane for me. You get what I'm saying? Like, what makes you different? It's just the the racial component. And people don't even... It's so ingrained in... It's so ingrained in them that it's just, like, they don't even realize that they're doing it. So then when they're called out on it, they instantly act in defense. They are, they can, they can consider themselves inferior to us. Like you you cannot try to single out yourself to being like a different feminist. And when there's a whole, there's a group of feminists, like, what are you trying to do? Like, are you crazy? And that's all it is. You're fucking crazy. And then they throw their hands up when people like actually give them attention. It's like, no, no, I didn't mean it. So what did you mean? Exactly. So talk to me. Tell me what you I mean. Saw this this video. Yo, I huh. saw this video that somebody... One of my friends sent me this video from Twitter. It was these uh, these girls. Um, I think they were Mexican because they sounded like they were like in California, like they're like the like the LA Mexican accent kind of. But they were they were out there like in a parking lot of a Target or some shit. And this lady is like following them and they're arguing whatever. And... <laughs> the fucking, the white lady comes up behind him and tries to grab one of the girl's hair and they beat the shit out of her. 
And then the white lady gets up. She's like, but you know what happened to me? I was raped. And they're like, <laughs> they're like no, but we tried to help you. We tried to, I forget what it was. They were like, I think they, she needs, she asked them for like directions or some shit. And she caught an attitude. So they were like, yo, fuck you. Get out of here. And then she started like following them and try to grab one. They beat her up. And then she was like, oh my God. But like, do you know what happened to me when I was little? I was like, it's like, yo, really? What does that have to do with the fact that you were just a bitch? Like, what what does that have to do? And it goes, it ties back Nothing. to the point that they've never been told no. They've never been told, like, hey, this isn't how this shit works. I don't know how you do shit around where you from, but this isn't how we do shit over here. You know what I'm saying? They ne- they don't know how mm-hmm. that works. So they use this reverse racism type of um like angle. And it just it's just like, how do you how are you still a victim when you guys are the problem ready is- to <laughs> the problem is with that- that reverse racism doesn't exist. It's not a thing. Um, people of color, marginalized people, minorities, by definition of racism, cannot be racist. You have to. You have to have, like, you have to have domination over somebody else, and we don't because there are more white folks right. in the world, in this right. uh, in this country. So it's just like we cannot. It's just that that's just not how it works. Right. Right. No, it's. I don't. But know. It's, it's, it's. You know what it is? There's so. It's it's a lot. Racism is at its worst I've ever seen from like white people. Is Dojo Cat white? Can we? Can we? No, I think she's like South African or something. She's South African. Like her dad's South African, I think. Um, because she's already caught up in some controversy about saying some racist con- comments, and it's like I think sometimes they use it for clout because they know once. Someone reads it, you know, because a lot of people are not going to read it. But once that one person reads it and retweets it, it's going to go viral. You know what I'm saying? So I'm starting to think that they're using this sensitive, sensitive topic and knowing that it's going to hurt us for clout. Because prior to this, Layla Del whatever her name is, Layla Del Rey, I didn't know. <laughs> Layla Del Rey. <laughs> like, who is she? Lana, like, that's a white girl name. Like, I don't have any friends named Lana. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> My friends are named Rihanna. <laughs> Like it's over. So I'm I'm really tired of this. I'm tired of feeding their eagles. I have white women acquaintances. I don't, you know, as I get older, it's hard to call people that I don't feel fight the same battles as me, friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can't walk into a room with a white like. There's certain places that I can walk into with a white woman, but she's still gonna get oh. Hey, they're gonna freaking carry her by and feed her grapes, and I'm gonna be looking like a peasant. Like, so I can't really be like, yeah, I have white girlfriends. I don't like. I have acquaintances. Like, I know white people, but all my friends are people of color. And as I get older, that's just something that I am becoming very, very aware of because yeah. we live a life, and honestly, it's protect each other. We have to protect each other from cruel words because those hurt just as much as you physically attacking me. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that you can't celebrate my wins, but I have to always celebrate yours is not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. We've seen yeah. enough white people at the top of the billboards. Like I've seen it. Like what clap, we clapped it up. Whenever there's a black person on top of the billboards, it's a fucking controversy. It's oh my God, they did it. It's like freaking mass it's like a freaking mass media mayhem because they're like, yeah. oh my God, black person like is oh my god, history is being made right before our very eyes. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's like 
the fact that it's 2020 and there's still like, this is the first black person or the first person of color or the first Asian person or whatever, like the first whatever to do anything. I'm like, we still have it first. Valedictorian after 276 years. That's, yeah. you guys should be ashamed of yourself. Like, I don't yeah. get why you celebrating that. That's shameful, okay? 200 years. Almost 300. No- <laughs> Come on. Like, I'm tired of celebrating these things. I'm. It's supposed to be, like, highlighted as, this is a fucking disadvantage for Black people. I'm tired of celebrating, like, oh my God, what's his name? Old Town Road, Little Nas X. He had, like, I'm tired of celebrating these things. Like we are, we are like we have like we have so many people that we know we can look at are like culture makers, like you know. So why are we always? I feel like that's something that we should be celebrating as people of color, though, regardless like where you know where you end up. I mean, the fact is, you think about like Asian folks. Like, there's not been a movie that starred all Asians since um, mm-hmm. like Crazy Rich Asians was the most recent one, and before that, it was like. 25, 30 years before that, that there was a cast of all Asian people in a movie. So it's like the fact that it's happening so far in between when it finally does happen, it's like, it's, you got to celebrate because it's like, yo, look at us, we made it. But the fact that it took so long is the thing that's pissing people off. It's like, why did it take 25 years between these? Why is it taking 274 years for a black kid to be the valedictorian at Yale University? It's too too fucking long. It's, it's too fucking long. Like, there's no reason why. It, there's no way in hell that in those 274 years there was not a single person who wasn't white that wasn't worthy of that title. Absolutely, I totally agree. There's no but fucking way. There's literally no way. Since the days that black people were allowed to even go to Yale, because that wasn't that long ago. There's no way in that whatever amount of time it was, probably like 60, 70 years, that they that there wasn't one single black kid, boy or girl, that couldn't have been valedictorian. That's crazy. There's no way. <laughs> charge white people like do you think they're gonna be like oh yeah the little black kid she was really smart let me no no we had was that lori lock lachlan she was fucking paying there's people that really went to school have the brain power and then we have white people that have money and be like hey i'm gonna pay you get yeah. <laughs> guess what we lose that's just what it is like it's really fucked up and i will say because i am you know i have asian in my family Something I will, I've lived both life of that spectrum. Like, I know how it works on both ends. Asian people don't celebrate Black people. Like, I know my dad, as a Black man, will always buy Kung Fu movies. An Asian man is not buying. <laughs> He's not going to buy next Friday. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there is a lot of disconnection within all races, obviously. You know? It's yeah, just, there's, a, there's a lot of anti-Blackness in, in China. Like yeah, you heard about I, I, it, where like people that were traveling there from Africa and stuff were like not were kicked out of hotels, kicked out of McDonald's. Like, bats? Are you fucking kidding me? It's it's crazy. You ate a bat, you ate a bat and you telling me I'm not, I can't be here. Okay, so it's it's just sad. Society is is sad. I don't know. I don't know if this coronavirus is to like control population population control where they gonna kill us all. kill us all and start over because i'm like what the fuck i really it's, don't it's, know and people be saying that shit i'm like y'all need to stop <laughs> we're like bill gates bill gates is a maniac he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to do population control and i'm like girl the world is overpopulated what the fuck we're gonna run out of resources in like 35 years we're all gonna die like 
Yeah. Yeah, hoes need to stop. I'm praying. Not, not against hoes, but if y'all don't want these fucking kids, stop. Especially these white people talking about, I can't watch him all day. Listen, Karen, yeah, who the fuck had him? Not me. <laughs> Can we get into that? Can we get into that one real quick? The story that I sent you earlier? Please. Because <laughs> so this lady, okay. All right. So this lady posted this thing that she she had to close down her company because of because of Miss Rona, right? And she she's married with a kid, and she was trying to she was working from home for a bit, and she was working like seventy hour weeks, like crazy amounts of hours in the week. And she was like, "All right, husband of mine, you need to come over here and watch your son." This man made it three days and said, I can't watch him for this long. I can't do it. Like, <laughs> sir, what do you mean you can't watch your own son? Like, who's supposed to watch him? <laughs> who is exactly, you're going to let a stranger into your house, a fucking nanny during the Rona to watch your kid that you can't even watch? Like, sir, you can go. Thank you very much. It's proven since it's embedded in history. They used to have these slaves in their house taking care of their kids. They don't. What the fuck are you guys? <sighs> so who watches your like? I just after reading that whole like you know article, I was just like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> like I really, I'm mind boggled, Justin. Forty six years you- old, logging seventy hour work weeks for years, and she is like. She's a running her own tech company in Silicon Valley, which is admittedly a big deal because that's you know that's a that's a man's game, as is most things anyway. Um, and she was like, "All right, I'm gonna cut down some of my hours because of the Rona. I'm gonna whatever. I'm gonna relax, and I'm gonna have my husband take care of my kid while I, the time that I am working." He was like, "Nah, I can't do this. This too much. This is too much." <laughs> like. But then it's like, so what do you think, you know, caregivers are like, you know, caregivers, daycare, like daycare providers. Like, how do you, you just leave your kid with someone and you just leave and you figure they could do it. It's their job. So yeah. you just bust it for your white husband. And now i got to watch the kid. Ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. And you, have, and you don't feel, Wait, you don't feel then, embarrassed saying that? I, I can't do this anymore. Like, are you not embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed that that's your child and you can't take care of him? Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. The little devil, so fix him, Wait, right? But I don't no think I even that. got to, like, the best part, which is the fact that she had to close down her company so that she can take care of her son. <laughs> did I start with that? Did I lead in with that? Oh, I didn't. Did I? Maybe. I don't know. But she had to quit her job and close her company so that she can take care of her kid because her husband couldn't take care of his own son. Now, you want to... You want to get somebody pregnant and have a kid for what reason if you're not going to raise him? For, um, like, just for society. Just to prove a point. I think a lot of white women have babies just to prove that they can have babies. Like, okay, I did it. Family. Yeah, somebody like, posted this and it was like, wow, some of y'all will go through, go to crazy lengths to keep, to say you have a husband. Right. Can we get into like, that? Can you, we just talk about that? Like, can we jump into that? Because I feel like at 30... You know, because we're both into that. We're both into that. We're both 30. And everyone is throwing this husband. Oh, why are you not married? Oh, why you don't have a significant other? Like, 
I, I, because I'm awake. Like, I see what the fuck yeah. y'all doing. That's why. <laughs> like, I'm not willing to fucking settle just for the namesake of having a man in my house that's fucking causing me mental, like, mental health issues. <laughs> like, he's beating my ass. Like, he's, what does he give me, dick? I don't. Oh my listen. God. Why would your husband be abusive? <laughs> <laughs> I was reading an article and they were saying during um, Rona that for there's a lot of domestic violence cases going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did read about that. I did see that. Okay. There was a thing I'm of like sorry, pictures of women that. like hiding in their cars and their closets. So that shit is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, you guys. I don't mean to offend anyone. Like, I don't think people that are in relationships get beat. I'm just saying that I'm aware. I'm scrolling. A lot of people in relationships are in my DMs talking about they want me to sit on their face. So these are the things that I see, and you can vouch for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've seen the screenshots, and uh, some of y'all are real. Are, are Yep. Like, I've literally told niggas, like, hey, you just posted your baby mom. Why you talk? Why you bring that up? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh so how do i like and now i'm supposed to be like yeah i definitely need a man in my house for what if everything is still popping off the same way if i could just call a man and be like hey you want to do something bang 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 bang, and then kick him out and then still live my best life why would i why would i like you know not want that why would i risk my peace of mind for a man that probably doesn't even respect me enough real hot girl shit like like you that's real hot girl. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like I get it. Like you guys want a man. Yeah. It's what we see. Of course, no one wants to be alone by, for for the rest of their lives, and I don't want to be alone by myself. But by you, myself gotta, you gotta go into it. You gotta go into it for the right reasons. You can't just be like, I don't want to be alone, so I'm gonna just latch on to another person. It's like, yo, you have to know who you are. You have to know what you bring to the table. Exactly. You know, there's that thing. It's like, oh, I'm not a. It's like, um. I'm not scared to eat alone because I know what I bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Or is it the other way around? Like I, exactly. Come on. I'm the table, like the tablecloth, the fucking china, the wine glass, and the food. Like okay, you gotta the get plant. there for yourself. That's it. And I've gone to a the point candles, where- all that. All right, the silverware, like I'm everything. The Tupperware, I'm the cooler. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, like the salmon, the shrimps, I'm everything on this table. So what I'm saying is I've gotten to the point where I'm so comfortable not being alone, but it, with myself. I'm comfortable with being Sade. Like, I know what I bring to the table. I know yeah. I'm at peace. I know I wasn't always here. Like, I know how to love, which is something that I feel like a lot of people in relationships don't know how to do. Like, I know how to properly love. Like, I know how to uplift. I know how to support. And a lot of people don't understand that comes with a relationship. Like, you have to have these qualities. Don't just jump in there because, oh, he's cute and we fucked. Look, I was yeah. just having... Some- Look, I was with somebody for six whole months. A month passed, and you know, it just was like, ah, I cut him off. Why? Because it's not worth me fucking stressing anyone out, including myself, about a situation that I can just easily replace. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. Um, ladies, I get it. If you married, do it. White woman, do your thing. But I'm not doing it. I watched too many episodes of Snapped, Wicked Attraction, <laughs> to know that Snapped? you guys, what? Okay, for my man, for my woman, like, I watch all these shows to know, like, no, no. Love is a fucking drug, and they get in your head, and they don't know how, I don't know how to get them out, so I'm good. So, Justin, yeah. let me ask you a question. Do you think, do you think 
anyone will ever have it all. Because right now I feel like I'm in a good space. My finances are, are in order. My health is well. I like I'm in good health. Um, my family's well. Everything seems okay. But of course I don't have I don't have someone I can call and be like, hey, I call you, but we talk about the same <laughs> little difference. So do you think that one 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 individual can have it all? I don't think so. I don't think that's possible. Cause our, let's say you're you have like like points, you know, like on a shape. Let's say you're looking at like a hexagon, it's six sides, and there's six points that you're trying to get to, you're always gonna be missing one. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna have a complete shape, if that makes any sense. Like you're never gonna get like, oh, my finances, my health, my this, my that. Let's say you do have a partner, but they cheat. Or you do have a partner, but they ain't shit. Or you have one and you're happy, but your finances are fucked. Or you have one, you have a partner and you're happy and your finances are good, but your health starts to get fucked up. Like it's, it's always, there will always be something. Right. Right. Like your finances are good. You have a job, but you hate your job, but your finances are good. So you got to keep the job. It's, it's so rare to find people. Insecure. What happened? Didn't they touch on that on Insecure? Was it, um. I forgot who was saying it. And he was like, I think it was a guy though. Who was it? Um, I don't remember who it was, but he was basically saying like, hey, well, anything ever makes sense, complete sense. Like I have a great job, but now my love life is fucked up. Now I have a love life and my, you know, when I had a love life, my job, I'd have a job. So it's kind of like, yeah, we will never. Wasn't that Lawrence? It, it was Lawrence. Yeah. It might've been Lawrence. Was it Lawrence? Yes, it was Lawrence. I think so. Okay. Maybe. 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 I don't remember. (laughs) But yeah, it's, you know, let's say like you got, you working really hard. You got, you got a job that you like. You're working hard. You're making money, but you're working so hard and you're, you know, you're getting yourself together. You don't really have room or time for a significant other, or you do make time for your significant, for a significant other. And then there's, issues there with like oh you're never around to see them it's it's exactly. it's just really hard to find a good balance it's really hard and i love insecure for that because they touch on everything now that i'm thinking about it they touch on all these situations that we're talking about but very like vaguely in a sense because molly's dealing with that you know she yeah. she has a she has a great job and now she has a guy but now the guy is kind of feeling like what's his name i forget everyone's name. i gotta stop smoking andrew I gotta, <laughs> I just gotta stop smoking. Damn. Um. But yeah, she has Andrew, and you know they're they're rocking it, and we're gonna talk about insecurity too. We're gonna get into that because. <laughs> but she has her job, and her, you know, Andrew's feeling like their relationship is lacking. So it's kind of like, how do you divide yourself so that everyone is happy? And you you legit can't. You can't. You become. You start to lose that energy. Like it affects you after a while. So I don't think you ever will have it all. Like. You can always try. I think you can always, there's always a way to like make sure that you are growing in a, in a, in a sense, like, you know what I'm saying? But you're never going to have it all. Like, you're never going to have it all. Because right now, yeah, you're never going to have it all. And once you realize that, I think it, it's easier to live life. Because some people are racing to get married right now, racing to have kids. Like, and it's like, that in itself is stressful. So, God bless. <laughs> you know? Yo, it's like, for why? I mean, I guess 
but again, the thing is, it's like some people do it for the wrong reasons. Like they really feel like they've got it all together. And then like they realize once they get married that they kind of don't. And do you want to get married? What happened? Do you want to get married? Do I want to get married? I don't know. I want to get I, I want to get engaged and the day of the marriage be like, this shit is canceled and cancel the whole shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're so ridiculous. No, I, I you not. know what's weird though? I don't know if I want to get married, but I've always imagined what my wedding would look like. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I've just I knew it was gonna be on a beach. Okay. Uh everybody wearing white that. linen. Okay. My ass cannot fit in white linen. You bugging out. But go ahead. No, you everybody <laughs> wearing white linen. <laughs> um bouquet linen. Except, except me. <laughs> okay. Um uh candlelit well, dinner on the beach. What are you gonna be wearing? Huh? What would you be wearing? A black linen. Okay, okay. I don't wear white. I have Okay. I haven't envisioned a wedding. I just know I envision like a ceremony. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be like in a planetary. It's a what do you call the fucking plant houses? It's not called... A greenhouse? Yes. Oh, wait, no. A greenhouse is where you are where you grow them. What are they called? A terrarium. Is it a terrarium, yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, the planetarium, that's up for planets. Okay. Yeah. Like in the like in the botanical garden? Like the big glass yeah. dome? Yeah. Like, I would have a ceremony yeah. in Jibble Rice or something. Like, I'm not big on... I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I'm not inviting nobody. Come on. I'm already stressed out. So Yo, no, Dad, I, we're I, over here talking about like we could never have it all, but we're like, how would our marriage, how would our weddings look like? <laughs> On second hand, you never. How would my wedding I'm look, like... you guys? Oh no! <laughs> hey, you gotta envision it. I mean, if I do find someone, and I don't doubt that I will. Like, I'm a, I'm a good ass woman. You got me fucked up. Like, I'm a great woman. I'm, I'm a whole package, and I know when I do decide to be with somebody, they are deserving of who I am. And it's been a long fucking journey and I've gotten here and I'm not going to settle. Like, I refuse to settle. Like, I will... Are you crazy? I've settled enough. Like, I've had a harder childhood. You know, high school wasn't so hard and now I'm in my 30s and I feel amazing. So, no. I'm not settling in anything. I just got a new job. I have a career. Like, no. like you shouldn't have to. You yeah, but a lot of people are like, when your parents are like, oh, why aren't you married? It's like, because I watched you cheat on mom for <laughs> the last 20 years. So why are you yeah. telling me to get married? And, and that's the real reality of it. Like, my dad would ask me, and I love you, dad. I'm sorry. He would be like, hey, when are you going to be with somebody? And I'm like, dad, you know, I used to go to your girlfriend's house with you. I'm not getting married. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this. Like, nah, I've seen that. shit. Like, I'm not doing this. I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not playing with men, and I think I thank him for the like the real conversations of you know, hey Shada, you know men are men or whatever. I get it, but I'm not I'm not gonna stay for you to be a man. You could go be a man with somebody else that's gonna deal with it, but me, yeah, I, I got to get the fuck up out of here later. Imagine, Peace. Imagine for me, I got to deal with somebody coming into my life that's probably gonna do the same shit that I'd be thinking about doing. So it's rough. <laughs> Just two men just trying to be fucking dogs? Like, it's just, you'll be fighting all the time. 
And I'm a yeah, Gemini? Jesus Christ. I feel bad for my husband, whoever he is. Justin. Whoever you are out there. God bless. What happened? Because Justin's mouth, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna read you to filth. Okay. He's gonna read you to filth. Yeah, but then and, you know we'll probably end up like physically fighting and then it's gonna be a problem. Because I'm mad little. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna bite their ankles, like the fuck. <laughs> Well, I know you're going to do what you got to do, okay? <laughs> like a fucking chihuahua. <laughs> like, Justin's mouth is crazy. Okay, <laughs> Justin, what advice would you give 20-year-old self when it comes to dating, sex, and relationships? My 20-year-old self? Yes, because it's All different. Right. I like this, Okay, so but this what? is the thing. This is the thing. When I was 20 years old, I was smack in the middle of a crazy whole phase. Okay. Crazy, okay. crazy, crazy whole face. I had just come out at 18. And when I was 19, I started like getting, like going out more because I was like old enough to just be outside, I guess. I don't know. But like I started going out more and like going to like new places and venturing farther away from my house. And I ended up like, you know, meeting all these people and shit. And then I just, I was just fucking around a lot. And then by 20, it was just ridiculous. So my my advice to my 20-year-old self would be slow the fuck down. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> slow down. You have no idea what you're doing. Um, Don't be selfish. Okay. Don't be selfish. It would be, yeah, slow yeah, down. You don't know. Don't you... What happened? Don't be selfish with who? Just don't be selfish with other people. Don't be selfish with people's time. Don't waste people's time. Right. Because I used to do that shit a lot. It's fucked up. Don't waste people's time. Don't don't be selfish like that with like with somebody's time or somebody's energy. Just slow down because you don't know what you're doing or how to do it right. And don't be so giving i used to be like that a lot when i was 20 and i used to like really open myself up way too much to too many people and used to get fucking hurt all the time so that would be a big thing would be like yo you don't need to open your heart and expose your soul to everybody (laughs) right it's just i mean i feel like the 20s you're just battling you're trying to find who you are but then you want to be accepted by everyone in a sense yep I think when you're you trying to figure like, it all out, yeah, like you think you got it. Like now you're adult, so it's like, all right, no more parents. Like I got this, and you think you know it because you tell yourself you know it, but you really don't know shit. Like yo, I growing mother, up is a bitch because it's like your body you starts to fail you, like you start to ache, but your mind is still like, oh, if I'd have known this when I was 22 and I had all the energy, I'd be like the shit. And now you here you are. It's just like goddamn, I can't do a lot of the things I wanted to do or I could have done before. I can't do them anymore. Right. Right. I will say I was a mom in my 20s, so (laughs) I don't think I fully got to live my 20s because a lot of it was me trying to figure out how to be a family. Because I had a kid, so all I knew was, hey, I have a father and I have to get married to him and we have to be a family. And, you know, just putting a lot of pressure on myself and on him and the situation itself just caused me to lose a lot of time in my 20s. Like, 
I spent a lot of time running after someone that obviously was not, is not to this day. Bitch, you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> to this dirt. <laughs> the motherfucking day is not worth it. And that's one thing I'll tell my 20s. Calm, calm down because you think you know it all. Like you think this person that you're probably with is going to last and you put yourself into like the situation, you put putting pressure on yourself in the situation. Relax, calm down because that person's yeah. not going to be your type of who he is. Cause I'd be looking at my son's father and he's very, he's handsome. And I, you know, you have to have some type of love for the person that you had a child with. Cause I look at my son and he looks like him, but he could not talk to me right now. And that's not based off the look. It's based off who I am. Like I would look like where you at, like, where are you in life? And we wouldn't, it wouldn't mesh. So I yeah. would tell myself, like, give yourself time with relationships. Cause I feel like every relationship I tried to jump into was, or anybody I tried to talk to was automatically a relationship. So I never gave my time. I didn't have a whole phase. I, 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 I am, I guess I'm now going through a whole phase and it's not even a whole phase because I'm not comfortable enough or I'm not willing enough to share it with anyone, everybody. You know what I'm saying? But in the 20s, I was just looking for love. Like I was looking for all the things that I am now within someone else, like someone to take me away from me and make me forget who I am. Like, you know, serve. So that's one thing. I wouldn't, I was a servant in my 20s. I was serving men because that's what I thought was supposed, I was supposed to do. Please don't. Ladies, please don't. Do not be a servant to no fucking man. That shit is a waste of time and energy, okay? And space in your fucking life. So um, something else, I would be financially responsible. Be smart. Like, don't take off fucking 10 credit cards. Yo, a, big one, a big one. A big one. A big one. Hello, do not, Sade, I'm talking to Sade here. Sade to Sade. Don't take out 10 fucking credit cards when you work at McDonald's overnight, two days a week. <laughs> Are you fucking dumb? And bitch, yes, I was fucking dumb. So that's something I would tell you myself. Like, that? You know, I just paid off my credit cards. My credit score is, we to about to tap into the 800s. But it took me well over 10 years to fix it because when I was 18, I got five credit cards, you guys, and I maxed them all out. And I did not know what the fuck to do after that. I was just like, oh, okay, they're done. Bye. Paying paying like $25 off of an $800 credit limit. Like being really, Jesus. really illiterate. <laughs> okay? So it, it, it didn't put me in the right place because I have a kid. So I was taking basically food out of our mouths and writing a fucking, having like a blueprint of just bad fucking behavior, essentially. That could have fucking destroyed our life now, but I, you know, thank God my baby father left and I started to focus on different things as far as my credit, you know, myself and, you know, where I was headed. So it worked out for me, right? It worked out in the end. So thank God for that. So definitely work on my finances and, um, what else? Like I would avoid, I would have, I would avoid anything that's just not you. Like, I feel like a lot of your twenties is you just going along with a lot of things, because you don't have a sense of self. So I would yeah. dedicate time to finding yourself and in whatever ways that that may be, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't follow. Like, take some time for yourself. Like, don't always be in a fucking crowd. Like, that is going to Take care to of yourself. Take care, yo, a big, another so big one. Take care of your... Take, take care, care of yourself. yourself. Take care of your body. Oh, my God. 
let's your fucking pussy chat, take your probiotics, like drink water. Like these are the things that are going to benefit you when you're 30. And you're going to thank yourself and you're going to love yourself. You're going to appreciate yourself. I ended up Yo, losing take my care of your body. <laughs> take care of your body. Okay. Because now I see these big bitches and I don't think they know how to lose weight. <laughs> okay. So take care of your body, whatever it is, like eat well, like, just make sure you're the top focus in your 20s. Everything else will fall into place. I I want to, I want to scream. Everything will fall into place. I promise you. A bitch (laughs) almost, and I'm very candid. Like I've had moments in my life where I was like, yo, I'm going to go to a shelter. I've never been. But there's moments where I was in a space where I didn't know what to do. And I was like, ah, I'm about to do, you know, crash and burn. Don't, don't like don't put pressure on yourself yeah. like just take care of yourself it's going hey i i mean i don't know I, I know everyone's not religious and i'm not really religious but i'm very spiritual and i definitely believe in god like I have, i'm very faithful if you know if you're not find something that you know you can kind of believe in and you know stick to that prayer has helped me so much i'm i i don't know if i would be in the same space i am now if i didn't pray as heavy as i i do so that's another thing. So prayer, being financially responsible, taking care of myself, and um, leaving these niggas the fuck alone. That's what I would tell. <laughs> My yeah, like, stay away from somebody's dusty-ass son. Yeah, these dusty, crusty-ass kids. Like, are you crazy? Your mom didn't love you? Fuck your mom. <laughs> yo, but anyway. like, yo, yesterday I was on, the, I was on a, a video call with two of my friends that I used to work with. And I work, we worked together when we were like 20, 21. And my homegirl was like, oh my God, yo, my fucking feet, they hurt so bad. She was showing off her slippers. Yo, her house slippers have like memory foam for the arch support. They look like moon boots. And I was like, what the fuck? No, take care of yourself. I was like, yo, remember when when we were 21 and you used to buy $12.99 heels to go out to from Forever 21 for that one party? Now you got to wear these shits because you spent twelve ninety nine on those Forever 21 shoes back in the day. Yep. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yep. My my whole knees is broke. Like, all those products <laughs> I was like, what? Like, nothing. Like, it's all, it's all, like, just memories at this point. Like, my fucking, mm-hmm. my body, my body is different. My body different. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but you have to embrace, you have to love it. I will say, now that I'm 30, and change whatever the change um i've learned to like even on the bad days where i'm like oh i look fat i still will hug myself and be like yo you are beautiful because you need that you need that like i will i will sit here and i will look at every crease and i will kiss my stretch marks it's a little weird but that has given me a, a different appreciation for like my myself you know what i'm saying and who i am because i have battled like weight issues and you know self image issues so now that i've gotten to the point where i'm embracing everything that i am it's like it's just very empowering like i've never felt so sexy because i i i, I i'm looking at all my cellulite i don't have many i don't have much but i look at my cellulite and i'm like wow this is me this is all that i am you know what i'm saying so yeah I, I love thirty. Yeah. I, I will give advice, but thirty is 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 pretty damn amazing. And I know we were all yeah, remember we, to be we, here. We discussed this too on when, like when we, I think it was right after you turned thirty, that you were just like, "Yo, being thirty years old and like having that sense of self and having and like knowing who I am is just you wouldn't trade but that shit for the world." 40. 
Like, if we right here right now, 40, I'm going to be like, wait. <laughs> I bet I'm bad 40. What? Do you see me right now? Yo, people swear, people used to swear that life would just stop at 30. It's just like, all right, if you don't have a house and a car and a husband and a career, like, you might as well just throw yourself in a fucking ditch and die. Imagine. Imagine. Here I am with no husband. And now, now you got, like, these 60-year-old fitness instructors and shit, baddies. <laughs> Did you see that lady on the shade room? She was 50, and she posed with her um her family. She oh, her, like for a her birthday party? Yes. Yo, I thought she was 19 years old. Justin, what? For her little scoochie dresses. I'm like, where you going with your little scoochie dress? Your little scoochie t-shirt dress. She turned 50. 50. Five zero. That's 50. That's five zero. Yo, like J-Lo's 50. J- Listen. Yo, I can't. say what they want about J-Lo and her talent, but J-Lo is a bad bitch at 50 years old. She's not talented. <laughs> J-Lo. She's a bad bitch. Her belly, I would lick her belly. I don't even know. I wouldn't. Yo, Jayla, that's a, oh, she can't sing. Oh, she don't dance that good. Oh, she can't act. Fine. Great. She, that's a bad bitch at 50 years old. Look at that. Look at that body. Yo. That's ridiculous. Halle Berry, like, come on. Like, I'm not scared of aging. Yo, whatever. Whatever fountain of youth those two are swimming in, like give me the coordinates because I need I to go. I need to go for a dip in that shit. The ver- I think we got there. I think we figured it out, Justin. I don't. I'm over here getting backed by fucking eighteen year olds. Like, oh, I thought you're twenty three. <laughs> like, okay, even if oh, I no, remember when I told. Remember when I told you one of the students at my old job saw your snap <laughs> and he was like, oh, "Who's who's your friend?" I'm like, "What the fuck? Get your seventeen year old ass out of here." It's a whole fucking mom of a teenager. At this little stage. fucking, oh. a little horny ass. I'm like, yo, who's your friend? Like, she's my age, <laughs> dumbass. Get out of here. <laughs> like, she has big bills, bitch. Yo, but these are that's horny just- ass little teenagers. Like, y'all cannot. Justin, I'm a little. You know, thirties a different ball game in sex too. I'm a little horny teenager, my damn self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, like, I'm oh. a horny ass. Like, I be bitch. I've gone back to like humping my bed type. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Thirty is different. Thirty is different. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. We 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 gonna be real professional. Like thirty, and not say everything. But thirty is like reverted back to your sex drive when you're a fucking teenager. Because I'm like, huh? Oh, thirty is, and then quarantine. Excuse me. Like, just come get me. Come take like, it, God, because I don't want no more. Like, I'll give it away. Just somebody, please. Like, somebody, yeah. please touch my body. Just just lick me a little bit somewhere. I be on my pants, like, talking to them, like, yo, you with it? <laughs> like, so, like, so, like, just come up and just nibble my earlobe one time, and I think I'll just faint. Just. It's, no, it's not really bad. Like, I don't want to get too, like, you know, in it. But to the point where, you know, I'm an advocate for self-love and masturbating. I can't even get through, it, like, two minutes and it's I'm over. Because I'm so, it's so much built up. I, it's, <laughs> I can't even let me. I, I can't. I don't know what's going to happen next time. But just in two minutes in, it's like, whoop, I feel like a nigga. 
<laughs> you're like I couldn't even yeah, I couldn't even take myself there. I couldn't even get myself there. You know, there. I'm so I'm there because you already at there. <laughs> I can't get there no more. It's just it's so it's mind blowing. I'm like, damn, I can't even really bust this nut the way I want to bust it because it's ready to come out. It's annoying. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, I should have so much. I'm, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh kind of, it's not to the point where I'm like, um, it's too much. I like, it's too much. I'm like a nigga. But yes, yeah. All right. So next question. I want to touch a little bit before, you know, we wrap it up soon. Insecure Justin, we have been watching the whole season. Thank you. Cause you know, my friend, he made sure I had HBO. Insecure. <laughs> <laughs> Want to t- I just want to touch on Molly and Issa's relationship because we see it taking a dive into the deep end, like, you know, into not even being a relationship anymore, like not a friendship or anything. Like, yeah, they are in a weird space in their friendship. Like, like, and how do you know? And then my question to you is, how do you know when your friendship is coming to end? Because I feel like that's where it is. I don't know what's going to happen for the rest of the season. But right now, there's a disconnection where they're not even willing to connect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, hey, let's talk about this. Like, they're avoiding each other. And, you know, enough time away is going to, you know, it's going to draw, it's going to draw you guys apart. So how do you know when a, your friendship is coming to an end? And how do you deal with that? I mean, for me, it comes from a lack of communication, lack of connection, when you find yourself kind of at odds about the stuff that you're, you're you discuss on a daily basis, or like how every time you talk, if every time you talk for a certain amount of time, it's like it turns into an argument. You're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? There's not we're having a weird. There's something going on, and we're not addressing it. Um, but personally, when I have when friendships have come to an end for me. It's usually been on some like, yo, you did something ridiculous that I cannot agree with. And I told you what I thought and you chose to react whichever kind of way. Like people have done some crazy shit and, you know, and I've just been like, you, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you moved that way. Like that's fucked up. I never thought you could do something so ridiculous and it's just like, well, I did it and da 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 And I'm like, all right, well, then I don't know if I can really fuck with you anymore. You move really crazy right now. And I don't, I can't support it. Right. And some people will think like, oh, you need to talk it out. It's just like at that point when it's becomes, when it was so dramatic that it's just like, I can't even, I don't even know who you are. Then I'm like, it's time for me to go. Right. If you did something so fucking outlandish, so out of character, so reckless and crazy that I was like, for real, you did th- like you did that because the person I know would never do some shit like that. Then I'm like, all right, we're done. I I'm sorry. There's no point in talking it out because you're not even my friend anymore. Right. You're not the right. person I knew. It's fucked up. Right. And that like, how do you deal with that? Like, I, you gotta just like keep it pumping. It's like a relationship. Like you breaking up with your girl. It's like you breaking up with your boyfriend or girlfriend. It's hard and. I feel like it's even harder sometimes because they know your deeper secrets. Like my friends know exactly, exactly. I was just, I was. So it's a deeper bond, and yeah, friends know you in a different way. Like, yeah, like yeah, your man or your girl may know you like 
like inside and out physically and like know all about your emotions and the things that make you tick, but they don't know like your deepest, darkest, like trauma. That's some shit you, you reserve for your friends because it's like, you know, they're not going to judge you or resent you or whatever if they're really there for you. So it's, yeah, when you have to do that with your friends, it, it hurts, but sometimes that shit just got to be done, which is, and that's, it's sad when it does happen. Yeah. It, it's very sad. Like, I will say, I think one of the biggest indicators of like this friendship is probably not going to work is just the lack of support. Like, I hate being that friend that you can always come to and confide in. And, and then when I need the same from you, it's kind of like, all right, I have to go. I don't, I don't, I can't appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I've given, I've, I don't have many friends. That's number one. But I've been able to distance myself from people that I feel come off that way. So, like, if I'm always there, because that's just me. I'm a helper. Like, I like to help. That's just what I do. Like, I don't want my friends to suffer. I don't want anyone to suffer. So I'm always going to be there. But there's times where I might need you to listen. So you have to understand that too. So that's what, that's the biggest thing for me. Like just being a real supportive friend all around. Um, making sure that my fucking, see, like, I'm telling you shit. So making sure that I know my secrets are safe. So if yeah. I ever tell you something and I hear it back from someone else, you are not my friend. Like you, yeah. you can go to hell. Like you can do this. Like it's over. Like, <clears throat> so that's another thing. And the ways of dealing with it, me, I'll be smoking. I think most of shit I <laughs> I think I do most of my issues by smoking. Like, and but one thing I realized I don't have a real relationship with my mother, so I know as an individual I have problems holding on to relationships. Period. This is not like oh a man thing. This is not a a, a girl thing. This is like a me thing. Like you know, growing up, and I, I don't think parents understand how your childhood affects you as an adult. Like it definitely, it smacks you right in your fucking face. Like I will sit here some days and I will start crying about shit that happened when I was 10. Just because, you know, those emotions just run through you. You feel them a little bit more when you're older and you understand. Yeah. It's a better understanding. Mm -hmm. So, um, I have a bad, uh, I don't know. I don't really, I don't want to say I don't appreciate my relationships, but I envision most of my relationships coming to an end anyway. And it's fucking ridiculous. Except certain. Like, you and Nika, bitches, I will find you. I will come look for you. There's certain... You get what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. You and Nika. There's two people. I will... I, Amber Alert. Amber Alert. Like, Apple, iPhones. Everybody's ringing off. I'm gonna come look for you. But I will say... <laughs> oh, I will say that I noticed that I'm okay. I'll be like, all right, you don't want to talk to me, bye. Or I don't want to talk to you later. Like, I don't really... I don't really be caring. Like, I'll be with a nigga and then I'm like, bye. He'd be like, what happened? And I'd be like, I don't know. But I don't want to talk to you no more. It's quiet. So. <laughs> you bored me. You bored me. Like, or, you know, like, if I'm fucking with you. And, and let me give you an example. If we're just having sex, like this quarantine, it just kind of put things into life. I was having sex with somebody. And that's all we were doing. That's all we were doing. Like, I knew Friday stayed him up and we would have sex or whatever. Cool. But. When the quarantine happened, you know, he's tied in with his family, I'm with mine. It kind of put things into perspective for me. Like, I don't want somebody that I just could have sex with and I don't have no conversation. And, you know, now I can't even talk to you. That's boring. So I just cut him off. I'm like, when he called me, he's like, what up? I'm like, uh, it's about time for buddy. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's over. 
I'm done here. And he couldn't come to grips with why. And I'm like, you know, as a woman, I don't need shit from you. You know what I'm saying? So what I do need, you don't have. So I'm okay with letting you go. <laughs> like, you know, and I know it probably hurt his feelings, but I'm I'm really honest. So I'm working Damn. on- Damn. What I need <laughs> is something you don't have. So I need you to go. You have shit. to be- you just have to, you have to tell people the truth sometimes. What, what you going to beat me? You, that's better than you telling, that's better than me coming to your house, fucking you and then leaving, knowing in my heart of hearts that I didn't want to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Knowing that I'm about to go fucking bleach my fucking pussy because <laughs> I don't, I didn't want your dick really, but I wanted to not seem like a square or whatever the fuck it is. I'm done with that. If I don't want to fuck you, I'm not fucking you. So whatever, like call me whack or whatever. I'm not dealing with nobody's fucking addictions or anything. Okay, it's over. Yeah. So I, but then that kind of made me realize, like, okay, Shade, you have issues with maintaining relationships. So the next time, and this is something I'm gonna practice. The next time I deal with someone, it's gonna, it's not gonna be because of facts. It's gonna be because they have something that, you know, kind of gravitate that that energy that kind of draws me to them. That, you know, I'm willing to call them, I'm willing to text them. Like, I'm willing to build that relationship because I want to work on building relationships. That's it. Well, that's so, yeah. the thing. You know what you bring to the table, so you don't, you're not afraid to eat alone. When somebody comes around that it's like, I want them sitting at my table, because they got a bunch of shit to bring to the table. Right. You can't be coming to my table empty-handed. Right. No, you're right. You, you just, you can't. <laughs> You are right. You coming are to eating right. off my table and my food and my drink and yeah, off, like, out of my wine glasses. Like, like come on, out of here. That's what it be. Like, come on. I don't want to go to a nigga house and he has a full size bed. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you are a big man. I'm a fucking woman and I have my own apartment with a queen size bed. Why the fuck are you? Why you have? Hey, you I have busted. a full size bed, but I'm also a I'm a baby no, size. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's different. If you're six three. You get what I'm saying? You are your full size bed works for you. But this is a big man talking about, yeah, I be fucking, I be doing and you where you taking them? (laughs) To hell? Because this is what it's like. (laughs) It looks like hell. But um, yeah, so friendships, because we just double down and talk about something else. Um, yeah, that's how my relationships and my friendships usually come to end. I don't really have a big issue because I don't keep many friends around me anyway. I do believe in like exchanging energies and not everyone is sincere and the people that I do love, I know I keep around and I will do anything for them, but I'm usually like, okay, it's just your time. Everything's a time for me. Times. It's always like, this is our time. If it's not our time anymore, then what do you want me to do? Cry? I cried enough. Yep. And that's it. Keep a small circle. Yeah, like I cried enough. Keep a small circle. Cried a hundred pounds off my body. Okay, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm left and I lost all that weight. It's over. Okay, last question. You're dating, right? You're dating. Everything is going well. What is a red flag, a deal breaker that automatic automatically tells you no way? <sighs> For me. <laughs> a... Girl, listen. <sighs> oh, I have another question before, before and after this. Well, yeah, because I'm like, I really gotta think. Like, 
What's yeah, I mean, I know there are uh, there's obvious ones, but like when somebody's it's really like showy. Oh, like what? When somebody's really showy, like, oh, I have this, I have that. Look what I have. Look at this thing that I got. Oh, I bought this thing. Look at this. I'm like, ew. That's <laughs> mad. That's so tacky. That's so fucking tacky. I went on a date with this guy and we went back to his apartment and he was just like, he had a um an Alexa in his house, a, a fucking Amazon whatever, and Ooh. he had he made it call itself computer. So he was walking around the house and he was like, "Computer, lower the lights." Computer, I feel like I was on the fucking on a spaceship. He's like, "Computer, <laughs> turn on the music." Computer, lower the lights to forty percent. Computer, make the lights red. Computer, I'm like, "Yo, shut up!" Like you're like fucking that. ridiculous. He had a Roomba. One of those oh, little really? vacuum robot vacuum things, and he was like, "Well, I got like the second best one because the you best best one with the, I'm getting the best best one that's seven hundred dollars with the gold trim." I'm like, "You think I give a shit about the robot you have to clean your house that's still oh, dusty? Jetson? Like what? A Jetson? Because what the fuck? <laughs> Mad dumb." And I, I was like, I hate, I hated it. It was just so inauthentic. It just smacked of like. Mm. fakery like look at all the stuff that i have i have all this stuff look at all this money that i have and i bought all this stuff with all this money that i got i'm like you live in the hood like you're mad hood rich right now you look so stupid ghetto fabulous you look so stupid like i had to dodge a crackhead off the subway to get to your apartment and you're like look at my 700 dollars roomba like boy stay in your fucking lane or was he like a roommate no, he lived alone. His apartment was big. It was nice. Like he furnished it nice. A little. It was a little tacky, but like he furnished it. And I was just like, okay, cool, congratulations. But he was just like, look at this thing and look at that. I got this and I got that. I'm like, if you had just let it speak for itself and be like, wow, your apartment's really nice, fine. But he felt the need to right. point everything out and to tell me like, see this rug? I got this at so and so. You see this end table? I got this at this place. And you see this candlestick? I got this at wherever. Oh, this scented candle, it's a hundred dollars from Diptyque. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I would have been, oh, you see me leaving? All right, bye. The fuck? Like you see these, <laughs> you see these sneakers on my feet? They're sixty dollars, and I'm walking out the door with them. Like I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> no, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's too much. But do you think that shit was lacking so is so gross? That's too much. But you know something though. That's too much. What? I'm. I'm trash though because I still clap the cheeks. So whatever. <laughs> Justin is trash, y'all. I mean, was it good? Tell me how much it cost? Hell yeah! <laughs> oh my god, I was so mad that it was so good. I'm like, god damn it, because you're such a dickhead, and I don't like you. But like, fuck, that shit was so good. And I'm like, damn, I'm never gonna see you again because I cannot stand being around you, sir. You are horrible. <laughs> Justin is Gemini, y'all, so... Yeah, I'm a man. Never... I'm disgusting. I'm just letting y'all know, right. like, yeah, I might not like you, but if I find you sexually appealing in that moment, I will hit, and then I will leave. <laughs> I have see, I have really bad fuckboy tendencies. I'm just letting y'all know that right now. But if if you're if you find, but you, and you're, like, annoying in some way, but you find, though, and it, like, outweighs how annoying you are, I'll hit, and then I will fully leave and never call you again. So if anybody's thinking of dating me, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Solid advertisement. 
Right? Like, they come and knocking at your door now, Justin. They're yeah, knocking at my door. They're like, ooh, bye. We want to date you. Yo, that toxic. Justin, you're toxic. That's what it sounds like. I know. God, I'm so gross. I'm trying to work. I'm working on it now, though, because, like, I'm in quarantine. I got time to think and meditate and, like, think about the shit that I do. And, like, no, for real. Like, I got the time to, like, really think about shit that I do. And I'm like, why do I do these things to these people? I'm like, that's fucked up. I got to stop doing that. That's Battle part of growth. I promise you. What happened? Because it's the battle of the minds for with Gemini's. Like you guys are like always battling their inner thoughts, and you know, you two people in you at all times. So it's a little weird. Yo, it's so, so annoying. I'd be tired. Like, yo, can you shut up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> my fucking brain is really yelling at itself. So I'm like, yo, shut funny. up. Funny, you know, it's crazy. You don't have like social media like that, so it's like. It just stays within you. Yeah. It just stays there. There's no need for the whole internet to be knowing my innermost thoughts all the time around the clock on every different avenue. That's too much. Yeah. But it'll be it'll be funny. It could be good marketing, but you know, it might be too much. It might I've be really terrible for, for my own personal reputation. People would really hate it. <laughs> you know, there's pros and cons to everything. So definitely understand. Okay. I so write it down in my notebook. I journal all the time. I got to put that shit down somewhere because I'm like, this needs to come out. <laughs> I, I'm starting to journal, but not good enough. But I will, eventually. And then also, we about to spend another month in the house, so I might as well just start doing that in the month. So, whatever. Bored in the house, nope. I'm in the house, bored. Bored in the house, and I'm in the house, bored. There's no summer. My um, Jameer's summer camp just got canceled. Like, you better stay at your dad's, but your bonus mom's house because you ain't coming here. You crazy? <laughs> Your bonus mom, not your bonus <laughs> mother. That's not a fa- that's not my baby father because my baby father is gonna be. I don't want to fight. I don't want to argue. You okay? What do you? Uh, no, <laughs> not the bonus no, baby argue. mom. You shut up. <laughs> and I love him. <laughs> Stay there. Call me. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. That shit took me out. <laughs> Fuck the shit out of that man because he's bugging out, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I shouldn't but, laugh at that because I, I don't know the, the particulars of the situation, but you know, just the fact that you call him his bonus baby mom, like you know the particulars. You know that he's not the petite psych. He's <laughs> don't get. You don't need to get into it. Yeah, we don't need to just know that I have a a, a son father that really, really wants to be a part of both of our lives. To the point where he becomes my baby mom. So I call him my bonus mom. Nothing wrong with that. Just, he's going to be there for the summer. I'm going to be twerking on a beach. Call him <laughs> what you want. But I spent my whole 20s taking care of my son. He's 13 now. I'm on the beach twerking the fuck up. Okay? Um, a deal breaker for me, for me, is uh, uh, everything's going good. A deal breaker. We want to have sex and you pull out a skinny dick or something. Uh, that's, that, yeah. Like I don't want to be shallow, but I feel like sex is a is if everything is going good, then that should be the only thing left. Like if we're about to have sex and you pull us in, that's not satisfying. I'm not a cheater, so that's number one. If you don't give me something that I can work with, I can't stay because I don't want to cheat, so I'm leaving. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes, because they're coming to the table with something that you cannot use. <laughs> Okay. Or I, I, to or they're coming to the table with with nothing. 
Yes. I don't like that. Um, Something else, I don't like... I mean, that's, if everything's going good, yeah, that would probably be the only thing. That would be a tool breaker. Like, you come, you vibe and have a great conversation, and then we go to have sex, and then you pull out a fucking skinny dick or something that doesn't look right. And I'm just going to be like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? And I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, but what if you get to the point where it's just like, you can even, you? it's so good beyond that, that once what? you get what there, it's just like, you know what, I can... <laughs> what? You gonna be mad? What is so good? Like his comments, his talks. Like the just spending time with him and all that stuff, and that's all so great that you can kind of overlook it. So I gotta beat my meat still. I mean, I don't know, but no, listen. I, that, but I then again, you know what that is? That's settling. Yeah, I'm not settling. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, and you know what? Like, oh my god, you make me laugh, ha ha he he. But you can't make me bust this nut. So uh... <laughs> I would like try like try to pivot it into a different something else. Like hey yeah I don't I, God bless me I hope that never happens I've I've been pretty good so that would be a, a deal breaker for me like it just not be like a good good sex um and baby mama drama of any kind please leave that leave me alone <laughs> whether you are the baby mama or not nah. yeah please I cannot deal with any drama I don't want to hear about no another deal breaker don't talk bad about no ex. I'm not with it. Don't sit there and talk bad about nobody because you're not perfect. I'll talk bad about my. I don't even talk bad about, bad about my bonus mom, my bonus mom, my my baby moms because at the end of the day, a lot of people are not in my situation. They don't have a bonus mom. They don't have someone that wants to be there. Unfortunately for me, it, it's annoying because sometimes it's like, damn, can I just get a break? But no. But at the same time, pros and cons to every situation. So yeah, there. My last question before we tie this up. I actually, you know, this back page, what is it called? Um, OnlyFans, excuse me. OnlyFans is a big thing right now. And if you guys aren't familiar with OnlyFans are, what, what OnlyFans is, it's pretty much like a private, you can subscribe to someone's private, I guess, page where they could do anything. It could be sexual, it could be like them just doing art. It's really up to them what they post on their OnlyFans. So we have a lot of black men benefiting within the gay community, basically marketing their fat asses or whatever, their dicks, whatever. And they're making a lot of money on their OnlyFans. And my question to you is, do you think it's fair for straight men to benefit off like gay men? The gay community in a sense. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Regardless of if they're straight or gay, if they're beautiful and people want to see them naked... Regardless what orientation the subscriber is, they're going to pay. They're going to be into it. They're going to follow the work. Like there's mad women who are fans of Ricky Martin and he's gay and he's making money off of all those women that know they can never have him. So it's kind of like the reverse. It's like all these gay men will look at this this beautiful man's body because they like the male form, but like they know they're never going to have him. It's a fantasy. They're paying for the fantasy. Is it right for him to make money off of it? I mean... He's not specifically targeting anybody. He's just saying, here's me naked on OnlyFans. Give me $5 a month and you can see all my naked pictures. It's just like, whoever wants to pay is going to pay. Right. It's, yeah, I mean. So you don't really feel like it's them taking advantage of a situation? 
I don't think they're taking advantage of anything. I think they're just getting naked on camera. Whoever wants to look at it is going to look at it. Taking advantage is if they like only do private messages for men and like take a bunch of their money or like, you know, talk to them like they're their man and shit and do all kinds of weird psychological manipulation shits like in the private chat or whatever, calling them baby, calling them boppy, all that stuff. It's like, you know, you don't want to be saying that shit. Don't do that. That don't, because the people that are going to pay are people that are probably not going out and getting somebody that looks like that in real life. Right. As weird as it sounds. So it's like, you know, people that are going to pay to be able to look at your naked body are not the kind of people that are running out in the club and meeting guys that look like you and taking them home. Because if they could, they wouldn't be paying to look at you. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, if I can get the real thing out in the club, what the fuck do I need to pay you $5 to see your naked pictures for when I got this other beautiful person that I could bring to my house and I, you know, we can do the do all the time whenever we want. So you take advantage of that kind of like weird, that weird gap of self-esteem, I guess. And that's where it's fucked up. But if you're just putting your your nudes out there and people are paying to, just to see your nudes, whatever, that's your body. You worked hard on it. You might as well make money off of it. You're not hurting nobody. You're not catching any diseases. You're being It's the safest sex work you can do, selling your nudes. You, it's literally you photographing your own naked body and then selling it on the internet. You heard it here first. Exchange of I funds. Ex- no exchange of fluids. Exchange of time. That's it. Right. And yeah. that yeah, that's really it. Well, I don't have much to say on that. I mean, I don't have OnlyFans and I am not, Um, you know... I mean, I am. I'm an ally, but... I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> so I was just trying to see your views because I've seen a lot of people like, oh my God, that's so crazy that he's doing that. He's making hundreds and thousands of dollars off of gay people and he's not even gay. And so I was like, let me ask Justin. He's, he's been, he's like the first gay person that gave me an understanding, honestly. Like, especially me growing up in a household where it was looked down on, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. let me ask Justin. If you don't feel away, then make your yeah, money. I mean, there's, a, a- there's a lot of people who feel a certain kind of way about, like, let's say, like, uh, people were talking about, like, other stars that would, like, gay, like, get, quote unquote, gay baiting of, like, they were pandering to a gay audience on purpose and shit like that. And then talking about, like, oh, I'm an ally. It's like, you can be an ally and keep your clothes on. You know right. that sex sells. You know that it's part, it's a big part of, queer culture is to be sexually liberated. So you're going to show off your naked body and all your toned abs and shit to a bunch of, to a bunch of horny ass men, or you're going to show off your naked body and your titties and your curves and your ass to a bunch of horny ass lesbians. And then you caking up off of that. That's a little fucked up. But if you're just showing off your body in general to whoever, like on the internet, as opposed to like, you know, on some, some like a target ad or whatever, like you half naked on some, like I'm an ally. Like, no, you're, you're married to a woman, sir. You can't. It's weird when you do that. Right. I don't know if I'm making any sense anymore, but yeah. I mean, you make more sense because I don't have an, I can't really say anything. I don't have a voice in that. Like, you know, again, I don't have OnlyFans and I'm not directly a part of the LGBT community. So I can't really say anything like, oh, he's doing, he's cheating, he's cheating or that's unfair. I can only ask my friends that I trust and I, you know, they have a, they're well into it, how they feel about it and take it from there. But just kind of like, Hey, it's just another issue, another article to read, another topic to discuss. And here we are. 
Yeah. That's it. That's it's so? it's a let me tell you something. I'm about this close to starting my own cuz Lord Jesus. There's like 23 year olds buying their first homes and shit off of this yeah. off of this website. No, it's crazy. And that's why I don't like, want people excuse to Excuse me? Huh? All I got to huh? do is just uh, I, I can make a clap on camera and then somebody's going to pay for it and then I can pay off my student loans. It, it, sign me the fuck up. Like the fuck? Right. All right. I got to do is put on some mag and make it clap on the camera, on the webcam, and then, boom, my I student can. loans are paid off. I, I can buy a car. TikTok, so I might as well start my OnlyFans. Shit. Shit. <laughs> start painting on that shit. I don't, you really got to be naked. You want to make ass clap? I'm probably going to be painting on my fucking OnlyFans. Y'all better watch. Subscribe soon, niggas. <laughs> be here wearing my pants, fucking painting, like, what? Surprise! <laughs> anyway, well, Justin, I want to thank you. We're about to wrap it up. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for making this episode such a great one. Um, especially with the given the circumstance, you know, we're both recording virtually, so yeah. this was like, you know, it's a little different from what you're used to. So I thank you for taking the time and leave your. You, Justin, I have no Instagram, no nothing, so he can't leave any handles for you, and he's always in Facebook nope. jail, so. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, I stay in Facebook jail. So I don't know how you guys are going to reach Justin, but just call me and I'll... Listen, I'll... I'm I'm always offending some white people because I got to tell them about themselves because I don't let them have nothing. So I'm <laughs> just like, oh, really? Justin is always in Facebook jail. I fucking stay in Facebook jail. I'd be like, listen, that's why you can't be outside in the sun for longer than 90 minutes before you burst into flame. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And that's... On law, that's what Justin tells people. Your fucking now, unseasoned okay. ass. Get the hell out of here with your bullshit, with your big bags of bullshit. Oh. Take them somewhere else. Okay, last thing, last thing. You know this white person brought celery season? Celery salt? What? Yeah. What the fuck is celery salt? Uh, celery's part of the, the trinity in Cajun cooking in like New Orleans. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's a, it's a thing... But like I, but it's you know the base for when they do like uh, I think gumbo you got to put it in there you saute it oh. and shit. But like celery salt, I'm like I've never had it in a dish, and if I had, I didn't notice it was there because it probably don't taste like nothing. So well, we had celery salt, um, black pepper, and cinnamon. So that was his quarantine cabinet. Like okay, well, what are you gonna make? Oh yeah, it was like five, it was like only five spices, right? <laughs> like what you gonna make? I was like, you got salt, pepper, celery salt, and garlic, and you think you got you got the hot he spice rack? Like, he never fucking garlic. Like, where's your where's your red pepper flake? Where's your fucking Italian seasoning? Where's your oregano? Where's your basil? Where's your where's your turmeric? Where's your garlic? Where's your onion powder? Where's your old bay? Like, where's, where's your cumin? You- where's your fucking like? Where's your where's your ground ginger? Where's your ground mustard? What you got? Like, I don't like human, but like, where is everything? My cabinets, they be all the season just fall out when I open the cabinet. Because like, where, I need where, 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 Where's your fucking adobo? You ain't got no adobo? You you lame. No, no, they don't have the little cubes. They don't have nothing. I hate, you know, listen, let me. Oh my God, chicken bouillon. <laughs> you like chicken bouillon? The little bouillon cubes, but it's just like, that's the only thing you add? Nah. If it, you make it I, like a soup and you add that yeah, shit, then yeah, definitely. <laughs> No, you don't just put it there. Like, it's a part of, you just, it's a salt. Like, you know what I'm saying? It obviously has a, it has a taste to it. But no, you just add that to soup and stuff. 
But no, I use it yeah. If that's like the only thing you're adding to your food, then that's a problem. But if you got it in, a, in conjunction with all these other flavors, then like, yeah, we we good to go. Right. Right. How do we even get here? White people. <laughs> white, white people just be throwing us the fuck off. But anyways, it's been amazing. Justin has no handles. So Justin, say bye to the people. Bye, y'all. It was nice being back. And uh, hopefully I can come back soon. You know, uh, happy quarantine. Stay safe. Wash your hands, wear a mask, don't be don't be crazy. And ladies, don't let these niggas finger pop you, okay? Bye bye. Peace, y'all. That either. <laughs> <laughs>